Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Spirit Chat. Join medium healer Deborah Martin and spiritual director Valerie in a thought-provoking conversation reaching beyond what you thought was possible. Hello, everyone. Oh, we are so excited today. Today's topic, we're going to talk about dreams. And dreams are, you know, they're so fantastic. There's, there's things that we think about our dreams and then we don't really know how to interpret our dreams. And we sit there and go, oh my gosh, I had this greatest dream. And and we can make so many different things up of what that dream means. But I'm excited because Valerie is an experienced interpreter of dreams. So she's going to kind of take the role here. She's going to be the host. I'm going to be the co-host. And she's going to walk us through what our dreams really mean. And so I'm excited because I'm going to actually put some of my little thoughts in about dreams that I've had and see what she has to say about them. Um, and just know that this wasn't pre-rehearsed or we didn't talk about this. We're just going to allow spiritual to chat with us, to drop things in and just have fun with it. So Valerie, welcome. Oh boy, this is going to be really good. I, I just, I love dreams. I love hearing about people's dreams. I love, um, you know, just sitting and reflecting on my own and what they mean. And uh, dreams are rich in symbolisms. And dreams are, um, they can guide us, uh, especially when we're troubled. Um, so, yes, I'm excited about this podcast and um, looking forward to it. So where do we well, start? Well, you know, I've, I've had so many dreams and some of them I'm like, what the heck? Why would I have a dream like that? And I've talked to you about them. And you always have mentioned, and this, this is where I, you know, I want to learn more from you is because you always say that for every person that we see in the dream, that is us. So can you just, can you kind of just describe and explain what that means? Okay. Um, and I, and I think that there, um, the, the psychologist, the teacher of dreams, the man who studied dreams was, uh, Carl Jung. And he, um, was, you know, 
a great teacher of dreams. And um, he studied dreams for years and years and years and came up with, you know, that everyone in, a, in our dreams is us. Because our dreams come from a subconscious place, uh, level in us. They don't come from our, you know, you think about during the day, you're conscious, you're awake. But at night, you're in the subconscious. And if you think about... <clears throat> If you think about a house with a basement, it's like you're going into the basement. Mm -hmm. And it's in the basement that you find all these wonderful things. And that's what happens in our dreams where it's from a sub it's in the subconscious and your dreams, because they're from the subconscious, they're about you. They're about you. They're not about anybody else. They're about you. So, when you dream about someone, you think, oh, this is about that other person. Actually, it's not. If you were to take the time and just sit back and ask yourself, well, what does this person mean to me? How do I feel about this person? Mm -hmm. What does this person symbolize to me? What, what character? what is my feeling about this person? Then you would be able to um, like having a dream about a friend the other night, I realized that friend symbolizes a very strong, independent woman. So my subconscious was trying to tell me that that is who I am now. Wow. So, so that's what I mean about looking at the person that you're dreaming about and, find, and finding that in yourself. Is it your subconscious telling you, well, you have that quality? Or is it your subconscious telling you, you know, watch where you're headed or, or Maybe you're going overboard with this, or maybe there's a quality in you that, well, let's, you know, do some reflecting on, on, you know, something that's coming up about that person. It's interesting because there's two things I want to say. I have two different dreams to talk about here, but one, okay, so my father's um, on the other side in spirit. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about spirit chat. Mm -hmm. So there's been times where my father might come into my dreams and if I look at it, it wasn't a, a, a connection. It was more of what I felt about my father at that time. Maybe I needed to forgive myself for feeling that way about my father, you know, cause my father committed suicide. So there was a lot of different kind of dreams about my dad, but then when spirit, when my dad did connect with me in a dream, that was different because it was a connection where I felt um, I wanted to go back. I wanted to be there. It was a strong knowingness that you wake up and go, oh, my gosh, that emotion like you were talking about, that was real. I could feel the embrace. I could feel the love. I could feel myself just wanting to be with him longer. So it was different than when I would just dream about him. Like, yes. So, so, so that, that's kind of how I've 
I, is that correct? Well, the, I'm so glad you brought that up about dreaming about our loved ones in spirit. Because let's make, you, you made a really important distinction. So, because uh, a woman asked me this one day, because she said, I dreamed about my, <clears throat> about my spouse, who's on the other side, and, and he was suffering. He was suffering in the dream. And, and mm. she woke up and she, she felt horrible. Right. And, and, then, and then she talked about another dream that she had, mm-hmm. which, was, which, was very, which was very peaceful and, and loving. And there was a big difference. So, so what I told her is, so, and you just, you just described it very well. A dream visit from our loved one is mm-hmm. normally, is normally very short, but the feeling, the emotion from it cannot be denied. Exactly. Um, and that's, and, and I do remember having uh, a dream um, having, well, I, I set it up. I, I asked my father in spirit to visit mm-hmm. me. Um, I said in two nights and two nights from now, I, I want you to visit me. And I set everything up and you welcomed him. You made a date. Well, yeah, exactly. I made a date. So I, I, I set it up and I remember falling asleep and then all of a sudden I just knew my dad was there and then I felt this I don't know it's hard to describe like chills from the inside out right like like being hugged on the inside mm-hmm. and and it was so strong that I was lucid enough in, in my dream that I remembered saying, I need to tell so-and-so about this because I knew what it was. I knew right away it was a visit from my father. And, and then I woke up shortly after that. And so it was, it was short, but the feeling was very intense. So that would be the difference, Deborah. that, that, that what you described. Sometimes we dream about our loved one in spirit. And it might be, just like you said, it might be something that um, we... That that I'm working on. That you're working on or something that, uh, a very strong emotion that you had during the day. Uh, You might be troubled about something and, 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 and just some kind of characteristic from your loved one in spirit is coming through to um, to either help you or um, you know make you think more about something. Uh, but yes, that would be that would be the difference between a dream visit and dreaming about a loved one in spirit. It's interesting you say thanks for bringing that up because I feel like spirit just dropped that right in. It wasn't something that I thought about. It was just like, oh yeah, let's let's yeah, actually. I, I didn't have that on my. I I mean I didn't even. I, I wasn't, I didn't even think about the whole idea of the dream visits because that's, that's, that's huge because we've, 
I think a lot of people um, after their loved one passes, they, we do get dream visits from them. And, yeah. and, but it's important to distinguish, you know, which one, like this woman, what I told her was, uh, when you dreamed about your love, your spouse, your loved one in spirit suffering, and you woke up troubled, that's not a dream visit, because our loved one in spirit will always leave us feeling loved and being at peace and having joy because that's where they're coming from. Now they're coming from a place of joy and there is no suffering. They're coming from a place of joy. The suffering, the suffering is something that we remember as uh, you know, as they were, you know, dying or, um, maybe they had a long illness. That's something that we're struggling with. So whatever, and and here, here I go, going back to that subconscious place. If you are suffering from something, uh, if you're, if you're troubled mentally, emotionally, spiritually, even physically, the, your subconscious will bring something up. Now, 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 that's such a cool image, you know, of going down to the basement mm-hmm. and you pick something up from the basement and you bring it up stairs. That is what a dream is. A dream is going into the subconscious and coming into the consciousness, coming into your consciousness to say, look, look what I found. Look what's happening in your life. Just look. And that's what, that's, dreams amazing. that's what dreams do. They help us look. Let's look at our life. They say dreams is a form of meditation. You know, when we're dreaming, we're meditating. Well, and, so, and, and we have to be um, a healthy sleep. You, a healthy sleep, you, you go into a REM state. You, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where you dream. And that's, those are the, so... So that it's important that we get enough sleep, that it's important that we get healthy sleep in order to um, have our dreams help us. Um, right. And I, w- I want to point out one thing too. When you make your date, like you, you made a date to, mm-hmm. to be, see your dad for two days, you know, we get anxious. You're talking about getting your sleep. Then we're like, oh, today's tonight's the night, tonight's the night. And uh, will I remember? Well, to take that pressure off of yourself, you know, just put a notebook next to your bed because, and say, please wake me so that I remember. And then just write it down when you, when you wake up, it might be in the middle of the night, write it down because oftentimes we wake up and we go, I know I had this awesome dream. What, what did, what did, what did he say? What did I feel? And, they can repeat it if you ask it, but I say, you know, it's always good to have a notebook next to you because once I put my feet down on the ground, like when I'm up out of bed, I don't remember anything. It's gone. Well, and here's, um, here's a couple of suggestions. So, so that notebook by your bed, that, mm-hmm. that's, that's huge. That's a, if you, if you really want to start working with your dreams, a notebook by your bed is, is great because Many times, and, and, and this is something other than a dream, 
-hmm. many times I will wake up with words or one word. Yeah, and, and they'll me just too. Be, and they'll just be, you know, it's it'll be like words out of the blue. So it's important you could write that down. But with a dream, and it's true, once we do go out, you know, step, put our feet on the floor, we often uh, forget. However, here's something. You can always go back. Yes. During the, during the day, you can find yourself a quiet place and, and just close your eyes and set the intention that you want to go back to reflect the dream, on it, that mm -hmm. you want to go back, not just reflect on it. You can actually go back to that dream, that space and, and, and see and see more, see more, see more, feel more. You, you can go, you can go back to that place. I, I did that one time. I actually dreamed about a, a wild boar. And in my dream, this wild boar spoke to me. Well, I wanted to hear more. And so I went back during the day. And I asked that wild boar more questions. That's and the cool. wild boar answered. Uh, so it is possible to go to go to revisit the dream to go back into it and and find out more because as i said before this is our subconscious really um it, it it's helping us helping us i have two things but first while you're talking about how you how you went back to it i had i can remember a a bear coming into my dream. And I remember specifically that this big bear had this big growl and it was in my face, but I wasn't afraid. So I noticed my emotion. I wasn't afraid of this. I didn't feel attacked, right? But I kept hearing brown bear, like spirit saying brown bear. This isn't a black bear. This isn't a white bear. This is a brown bear. And I had to remember the color. And so I remember it, it being fierce looking and coming right into my face to get my attention, but I wasn't afraid. So I, so I had to pay attention to those, those three things, like you say, the emotion, what did I feel like, you know, when that bear was doing that, it was giving me an awareness, and then the color brown. So what I did then is I took those references, and I looked up, you know, what's the spiritual meaning of a brown bear, and how it came to me, and I got my answer. Yep, right. That and and, and like, I you did exactly what, because uh, color, let's, let's talk about color. Uh -huh. um, I often dream, and many people do as well, in black and white. Or you don't, you're not really aware, let's, let's put it that way, you're not aware of the colors. Once in a while, though, just like you, just like you did in your dream, you not only saw, but you heard brown bear, brown. Yeah, like I uh, had to remember it. They were right. telling you, you have to remember this. And, and many times in my dreams, well, now I know, when I do notice a color, 
I, I, I tell myself in the dream, and this is called lucid dreaming, when okay. you are in your dream and you know you're dreaming and you teach yourself, you kind of tell yourself what you're going to do when you wake up. Mm -hmm. And so I tell myself, I'm going to remember this color and reflect on it, look it up, you know, reflect on how I feel first, first and foremost, how you feel about the color. And then yes, you can look it up on the internet. What is, um, what does red mean? What does purple mean? Spiritual meaning, I usually read. Yes. yes. Spiritual yeah. meaning and, of the and, color brown bear. But it, but it could be, it could be non-spiritual. It's like when somebody says red to me, what do I think of red? Immediately, energy. I think of energy when I see red. Hmm. Um, so, so, you know, a lot of people, everybody feels differently about the color. It's true. So you really have to, you really have to pinpoint how you feel about that color, what that color means to you. And then, and then go to maybe the spiritual meaning or look up the universal meaning for, for that particular color. Um, but that's, and I did, and I went, I probably wouldn't have looked at the spiritual meaning of brown. It's just because I knew they said it's a brown bear. That's why I looked at the spiritual well, meanings of brown bears. And, and, and had you come to me and said, it, it, it wasn't a black bear. It was a brown bear. It was a brown mm -hmm. bear. Then I would have said, oh, grizzly, grizzly bear. That's but, what it looked like. You know, one of the, the largest and most fierce, strong, very, very strong, very strong. So, so courage. Yeah, yeah. Fierce, fierce, you know, is the word that would come. So, so if you came to me, I, we would talk about that. We would talk about what, what that, where is that fierceness in you? Where are you being asked? Where in your life are you being asked to be fierce? That's what yeah. I would have, that's what I would have asked you. And I felt like it's a fierce bear, but I felt like I wasn't um afraid of it so i looked at myself like what how am i that bear like you would, would say like you you are the bear and so i was like oh i carry that same courage as that bear that strength it's exactly you're there was something you were being asked right there was there was something in your life that was taking place there was where, where you were being asked to be courageous and be fierce. It was, it was at a time of making a decision yes. and to walk forward. Yes. So it was like, do you Strength. really realize how strong you are? Yes. If you exactly. really it, go to that space of courage. So you're, you're correct. You're hundred percent right at that. I do have another question though, with dreams. This was, this only happened to me once. And it was a, I was a, how do you want to say a dream within a dream? So I can remember being this person, right? Like, cause I, I was doing a, um, this person went missing. And so I said, well, sh you know, show me where you are. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, I didn't ask her when I was 
in my dreams. It just happened in my dreams. And I knew it was her, but I was in the trunk of a car and I felt frightened and I couldn't get out. But then I noticed myself that this was a dream in a dream and that was me in the trunk representing her. They were showing me it so that I would recognize that this was happening for this case. But it was just so odd, a dream within a dream. You are dreaming. Do you see that dream? And I'm dreaming saying those thoughts. Okay. So, so before you went to sleep that night, this case was already on your mind. True? It must have been it, because the case was pretty um, on my mind a lot because, you know, I was feeling emotional for that person. Like, well, okay, so speak but, with me. but what I'm saying is either during the day or for days, I don't know. For, how days. Long, for yeah, days, for days, for days, you were thinking about this case. Correct. Okay. So you brought up something really important. <laughs> okay. A lot of times, something that we're, that we're thinking about, something that is weighing on us, again, the subconscious will come up with an answer or, or, or something. In your case, which I want to tell people that prophetic dreams and dreaming about because of your abilities as a as a as a medium mm -hmm. as a as what what i would call a seer a seer one that sees oh a seer yes a seer okay mm -hmm. you have that ability so okay. your subconscious your subconscious took that concern that you had took that those thoughts that you had during the day about this case and then mixed it in with your natural abilities to see. And so in that dream, you were lucid. That's what a, a dream within a dream, that's, you were lucid. You were lucid mm -hmm. enough to, to be aware, to, to be aware that, oh, I am seeing myself as this is, this is the person. I'm seeing myself as that person, and this is where the person is. So that's what I want to say about that is, like I said before, a prophetic dream or a dream about something about, about someone else, where it's really about someone else. That's rare. That is rare. Um, and and um, it was undeniable. Like yeah, I could, yeah. I felt the emotion, and I knew, I knew. Yeah. Like I would, I would not doubt. Well, well, what I was shown. Well, that was again. That comes from your abilities. Your the the Spirit. abilities the abilities that you have. Uh, it's it's a knowing. That's that knowing that you have. Right. That spiritual mm -hmm. knowing that that you don't you don't question that. Um, that's cool. Um, I, go ahead. Uh, 
I, I was about to change the subjects. Um, so go ahead. I do have one more question for you. Okay. Because we're talking about dream within dream and spirit just dropped this in. Okay. So they're very active during this. As you notice that we've talked about spirit showing me them in a, in a car. And then now we're talking about spirit coming into our dreams. And now this happened to me, Val. I had, and it has to do with my mediumship. So um, a spirit showed up at my bedside and said, gave me the name. His name was John and said, do you want to spirit travel? I said, no, it's scary. I don't want to go spirit travel. What is that? And he did this for like days straight. Finally, I said, yes. And it was me really going back to sleep. And then all of a sudden it was like, boom, I was somewhere else. But I was awake enough to see where I was, what my surroundings looked like. It was totally color. And then, boom, I came back. And I, it was like I was using, I was in this, my, my body was being used as a vehicle that traveled like speed of lightning. I was there and speed of lightning, I was back. And it was like happened so quick, but I remember it like a flash and like a, like you take a picture, right? And that picture remained in my mind of where I was and what I saw. Now the place, they didn't tell me the place, but I remember seeing the picture. It wasn't for three months later. Now I remember writing this down, giving it to friends saying, if I ever show up with this picture, you know, I was there before because it was taken somewhere I've never been. And three months later, I was in this, in this place. I had traveled to another state and I was driving down the street and I was like, oh my God, pull over. And at that moment, my friend's like, did you, you act like you saw a ghost. I said, my friend, if I saw a ghost, I would not be having this feeling right now. This is something way bigger than that. I have been here before. So can we spirit travel in our dreams? Yes. So, so you had a deja vu moment because you had been there before. But, but what we do in our dreams a lot is we astral travel okay we do astral travel in our dreams we you know our our bodies think about it this way your body is at rest right your body mm -hmm. is asleep mm -hmm. and and that part of you your soul um, can go and you know visit wherever um but it's called astral traveling. And a lot of people, many people feel just like you did to where they actually feel themselves being transported. Oh, so uh, quickly. Yes. And I know that one night I, I went to sleep. I remember I had just moved into a new house and I was, um, second guessing the decision to move into that house. And I went to sleep. And then I found myself on my front porch. <laughs> and uh, I heard a voice that said, there's no mistake that you are here. Aww. And then I felt myself, I felt myself rise up. And I, and I actually, I felt my body rise up. It, it, was, it was a feeling that I have never, I never had before and I've never had since. 
And out of body travel is what you're saying, yes. Yes, to where I actually felt my body go up. And then the next morning when I woke up, I thought, whoa, that was some kind of experience. It wasn't, it, it wasn't a dream, at the dreams that I would normally have. This was something because I felt it in my body. So, so yeah, that's, it's, it's, that's amazing. That, yeah, it was definitely an out-of-body astral travel Yeah, so you, so you call those astral travels, because I know this is off the topic, so I'm going to go really quick with this. I know that I can take myself to another person's home. I can see the home. I can be there. I would just did this with a little girl that was having surgery and I went into the surgery room and held her hand and she remembers seeing me told her mom and I gave her a, a code word and she told the parents the code word so I was there so I wasn't dreaming I was actually there so this when I, when I did the spirit travel was something that was was so different because when I was doing it with this child I just visualized her there and then I took myself into that room and I could describe the room I, I was there and I can do that like if I want to go to a friend's house say I'm going to visit you tonight I'm going to be there and I can tell them what they're wearing or where they were sitting um, but with this spirit travel at in the dream it was so um, like something I never felt before where it was it traveled like a speed of light, right? And I was that light. Well, if you think about it, Deborah, one is you're doing it consciously. When you went to that little girl's hospital room, mm -hmm. you did that consciously, right? You, you set the intention. You did that consciously. When you're in a dream, that's that's subconsciously, except. It's subconsciously, but it's so powerful, and you're and and you are lucid because you are lucid. That's why you remember the feeling of, you know, that zoom zoom here. Now you're here. Now you're there. That's, Snap that's, the picture. Yeah, come yeah. back. So I, that was it goes back to emotions, like you say. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, so I'm going to move on with, um, puns. Okay. P U N a pun. This is fun. Mm. <laughs> puns are fun. Um, our dreams, uh, there's a lot of puns in our dreams. Uh, if you think about it, you, you'll, you'll find some. Um, I'm going to give you one example, okay. and and maybe the example will help you to remember puns that you've had in your dream. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> I was getting, um, I was going to go. I went to a breast surgeon, and I was going to have her look at a a cyst in my breast, mm -hmm. and um, the doctor said she would probably drain it so the night before i went i had a dream that when they went to drain the uh 
um, the cyst in my breast, bugs came out. Oh my. And, and I caught, I knew I, I, I caught it right away. I caught the pun right away, which was really cool. Well, the cyst was bugging me. <laughs> I, that's interesting. That's cute. So, so go back to your dreams and think about, you know, many things in our dream will have double meanings. Um, I have another one too for you. Like, so messages in my dreams. So um, I had a dream where I was dating this person and I was shown that person in the dream and I was really happy. Like, oh, wow, um, I'm in the dream and I'm happy. But I saw him from a distance and then I saw this other gal that I know was an acquaintance of ours. And all of a sudden I saw them hugging each other and kissing each other. And I was like, and I was like, what, what, that, what? And so I was taken off guard, but then I woke up and remember it so vividly. It upset me. It, it, it did upset me. So my emotions were this was this was upsetting that how could this be this that can't be true but i paid attention to it and within 3 days it came out i saw th- that he was with this girl so and the the name the person everything was correct so were they giving me was spirit giving me preparing me for what was coming well so so again i want to go back to that a prophetic dream is very rare. Okay. And, and that's what it was. It was a prophetic dream to where okay. you saw what was actually going to happen, uh, what was going to happen. You, you, saw, you saw that. Yeah, I wanted that, to deny that, it, but I couldn't well, because well, it was so real. Yeah, so that's rare. It's very rare for, for people to have a prophetic dream. Um, and, and so, uh, but again, uh, whatever dream that, cause you didn't, cause that person wasn't, wasn't you, but maybe it was the subconscious trying to get you to take another look at this person that you were with. That, I think that, so. You know, our dreams will often tell us um, the truth. Th- well, our dreams will often tell us things aren't what they seem to be. Wow. And, you know, that is the, to me, that's like a spiritual truth that I try to always remember. Because mm-hmm. we see with our physical eyes, we see someone or we see a relationship that we have, we see a situation that we're in, and we see it through our human filter. Mm -hmm. And the spiritual, our spiritual self will always say, look again, things aren't what they seem to be. Look beyond the surface, look beyond the surface. And, and, Perhaps that was your subconscious trying to tell you that. 
Um, I could I could see that, but it was so clear of showing the actual person. It yeah. wasn't just like, oh, this is going to happen. Like, it really, really, and then it really happened. Yeah. I just think that spirit has my back so much that um, they use the dream to give me the message. Yeah, yeah. And and that, and and it's, and and that's wonderful. That's wonderful when that happens. Uh, but again, I just want to point out that's rare. It doesn't okay. happen all the time. Um, so I hit a little bit on puns, and now I want to hit on the universal symbols. Oh yes. So so great idea. Universal symbols. There are symbols in our dreams that are universal for everyone. And, and this again, I think came from Carl Jung. Um, so a, a vehicle, when you dream about a vehicle, universally, it means that's your body that you dreamed about. So for example, if you dream about your car breaking down, um, you have a flat tire, you can't start your car, you run out of gas. There, 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 there's a pun for you. You run out of gas. <laughs> Are you running out of gas? Are mm -hmm. you tired? Um, so I... Um, back in 2002, um, was very sick and I was, I, the car I drove was a minivan. Well, one night I dreamed that I got in my minivan and the minivan drove itself. And oh, it, so you and, weren't and, the driver. It, no, it drove itself and it drove off of a cliff. Oh my. And, and on the way down, I started saying goodbye to all my family by name. Well, turns out, this is really cool because this was like a, another pun. Well, it turns out I had an autoimmune disease. That's crazy. So it was, it, automatically it automatically drove itself it was autoimmune it wow. was it was it was taking me down so, that's amazing so that um and again um it was um about six years after that i had valley fever but i didn't know it i knew i knew i wasn't feeling well and so I go to sleep at night mm -hmm. and I dream that I get into my neighbor's Corvette, which was, <laughs> which was really cool. Right. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you remember but, the color? <laughs> <laughs> it might've been red. I don't know. I really want um, to know. Yeah. So, so I got in and the dashboard started blinking red which really? in that case meant danger. Right. Danger, Be aware. Danger. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, so that's the universal symbol for your body. How about, so the universal symbol for your life would be a house. 
And this is really cool because I've had dreams where I've gone into the basement of a house. Mm-hmm. And so again, like any that, house or was this a house that you grew up in? Or? No, any house, any, any house, okay. any house you dream of symbolizes your life. Okay. I've also had a, I've, I've, I've also had a dream where um, there was a fire in my house. Um, so many, anytime I've dreamed of a house, I've been able to, uh, the next day, re- it, it's, it's usually a reflection of what is going on in my life. Uh, you know, and I look at the house, and in my dream, I'm looking at the house and, and, and you know, try to pick out things in the house. Like, was the furniture old? Was the furniture new? Were the appliances working? Uh, oh, that's I, interesting. I, I remember having a dream about a house, and this house symbolized my marriage, what was taking place in my marriage at the time, and uh, which was really cool because when I went into the kitchen, uh, there was a picture of Nixon. Well, Nixon was the president uh, in 1974 which was the year I got married. So, so I, 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 could, I could pick little things. The wallpaper was um, being stripped away in the kitchen. It was falling off the walls. So, so it was in need of repair. My subconscious was saying your marriage is in need of repair. Uh, the, um, all the appliances were down in the basement and they were all in need of repair. Um, there were dirty clothes thrown in the basement. And I remember asking myself, how will I ever get through that? And so it, it, it was, that was the most amazing dream because the whole thing was just telling me it was a reflection of what was taking place in my life at that time. That's so, so neat that you were able to, that you were able to figure that out and know that, that you're yeah. so in tune with dreams to know that that's what that meant. Many of us wouldn't have known that. Yes. And so if, if I were working with you and if you came to me and said, I had a dream about a house mm-hmm. and, and then I would ask you to describe the house, you know, right. Any, any, any detail any little thing you could remember about that house because it would, it, it, it would say so, so much. Um, so, so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So my friend just said today that she had a dream and she was back on her grandparents' farm. So she was in that house and she remember she was seeing all her loved ones that have passed like grandma, grandpa and that, and then, and even her, and then remembering things about her dad and things that, um, and he's living like maybe things that may have um, caused issues or things like that. Why do you think she would go back to that house? Well, I would ask her, Mm -hmm. are there 
what what is in your past that is needing your attention now that is trying to help you now what is it trying past? to help her her yeah that's trying okay. to help her it uh because i i i feel as though our dreams are always helping us guiding us no matter what uh so i would ask her what i i would ask her about the house what did she see what did she see mm -hmm. what was the what was the feeling she had when she mm -hmm. entered the house what was the feeling she had with every single loved person. one she saw what were the feelings so is uh, that her being that person or is she really seeing that person no no it's it's her feeling about that person so it's her it's it's really her even though she's seeing that person that person's her and how she feels yeah it it it's how she, how did she feel about that person is there an issue with that person what what was the relationship like with that person uh so she saw let's just say she saw a grandmother right let's just say she had a wonderful relationship with her grandmother and she did let's let's just say that her grandmother was so supportive and so loving mm -hmm. and so the grandmother so that 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 love and that support okay that is the subconscious saying you have the love and support right now you you are being you you are loved and supported you are loving you are supportive you know you are amazing i think you picked up on spirit valerie because that's exactly her relationship with her grandmother so i i would say that that grandmother gave you that feeling of and she was always that supportive person for her and i think that those are the words that she acted really need to hear so i'm going to have her listen to this podcast because you hit it right you hit it right on the nail good job yeah well thank you spirit <laughs> <laughs> i could almost see i could almost see her grandmother giving her that oh too, i got by the chills way. i got by chills. the way <laughs> so, yeah. yeah that that's 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 really cool um so beautiful um let's see uh was there any other um universal symbol um besides the house and the car um Oh, oh, here's something really important to talk about. Uh, you know, um, many people will tell me I was being chased in a dream. I was being chased. I was being chased by an animal. I was being chased by a person. Um, I would invite them to go back to revisit the dream and, and go back to that to that situation of how you felt the fear mm -hmm. the fear first of all i would ask her or him is there anything in your life that you're fearing right now or running from um or running from yes uh, because if you're running from something you're in fear you're okay in fear right so so fear and then i would encourage them to revisit the dream and turn around and ask mm -hmm. why are you here face it 
Yes, why are you here? Because if something is chasing you, and then I, the other question I would ask them is, what is trying to get your attention? What is trying to get your attention? Um, so sometimes people will say something was chasing me, or sometimes people will say I had a nightmare. I had a nightmare, and I woke up. So scary, like kids have I, nightmares. And I was, and I was scared, and I was scared, mm -hmm. and I was afraid. I was scared. Again, I I I had nightmares for years. Okay, and it was always the same. It it. It was the same thing. Uh, it was the same situation. Something, you know, could be, sometimes it was, I wouldn't see a face. Sometimes I would see a face. But it was always something trying to get into my house. Now let's go back to that universal symbol, that the house is your life. What was trying to intrude on my life something was trying to intrude something was trying to get in something wanted my so i needed to pay attention to something that i wasn't paying attention to mm -hmm. but in the dream i was seeing it as just an intruder and so the fear came up when i was trying to keep it out I was trying to keep it out. And that's when the screaming would start. Right. And, and, and I would actually physically scream because I was so afraid and trying to keep it out. So the most amazing thing happened is the last nightmare I had, and I wouldn't even call it a nightmare because it was more like a breakthrough than a nightmare. But you were having nightmares, and then this time was a breakthrough for you. Well, and that's exactly what happened. And here's the, here's the pun. Here, here's the pun I'm talking about. Something was trying to break through, and in that last dream I had about this, this whole thing, that the last dream I had that actually um, ended the nightmares, was that a person actually broke through my house. He, he, I will say he, it was a young, it was a young man. So was the dream about a young man breaking into my house? No. The dream was about, we're all masculine and feminine. And it's important to have that balance. And I didn't have that balance. And so this young, so young, what do I think of when I think of young? Energy, energetic, um, uh, assertive. Um, so this young man breaks in to my room, to my home. And as soon as he, he, he broke in, at that time, let, let me go back, because at that time, I was having, um, I was really working on this issue of not being good enough. Mm. 
not being good enough. And, and I was seeing it everywhere. Uh, uh, a woman, even a stranger did a healing on me and whispered in my ear, you are good enough. She didn't even know I was dealing with that. Um, and so then I have this dream, this young man breaks in. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the end of the dream. He breaks in. And I immediately, and, and when I woke up, I immediately said to myself, I've had a breakthrough. Wow, that's amazing. And that, and, and, and I knew it had to do with not being good enough because that was the issue. Well, as I looked back at my life, I saw every situation I was in, it ha- that's what it had to do with. And, and once I got it, <laughs> once I got it, that was it. I never had another nightmare again. That's beautiful. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Since you, you are s- so fabulous with this topic, um, what would you say to parents where they have children that are having nightmares or afraid of the dark or, you know, like, I don't want to go to bed because of these these scary dreams coming in, what would you, what would you tell them to tell their child? Well, I, I think that I would, um, during the day, um, talk to the child about what they were dreaming. Um, if the child could remember anything about the dream, mm-hmm. um, and just, um, really reassure the child, uh, try to find out if there was anything the child was afraid of in their waking life. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe not afraid of, but, you know, sometimes if you're worried about something, the child mm-hmm. is, has stress over something. Uh, sometimes it will, it will come in, in, um, in a nightmare of sorts. Um, and, and I think just being able to talk with the child instead of saying, oh, you don't need to be afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. Really talk to them and try to find out as much as you can about what they're dreaming. Is it, is it the same situation? What exactly is is happening in every dream and try to find a common thread and once you find that common thread you know you might be able to bring it up during the day um you know find creative ways to bring up that um that common thread but but you can bring peace to that that you can be bring peace to that situation well and then I think a really important thing is to is to have a nightly ritual uh, with them, um, where where they can talk about how they're feeling. How how are you feeling about your day? Positive you know, thoughts before you go to bed. Well, yes, and you know, just try to find out if there is any stress. Uh, during the day. Also, here's something. Because then you I, can put peace on that, right? Before right. you go to bed, well, is what you're saying. 
well, here's something that I haven't brought up. Um, and, it, and, it, and, I, and it's true with children and it's true with adults. Perfect. Uh, that at night or during the day, but especially at night before we go to bed, if we've watched anything on TV or if we watched a movie, uh, whether, it's a, whether it's a scary movie or it's something that was a little disturbing, um, uh, it, could be, it could be violence or um, whatever, the strongest emotion that you felt during the day will often follow you into your dreams. Interesting. So it's, that's really important, I think, with a child is to, is to talk with them about their day and about the strongest emotion that they had that day. And, and it's true for us as well, um, because it often happens to me. Um, you know, <laughs> it happened to me the other night. I, I, was, I heard about this documentary and I wanted to watch it. And, and right before I, got, I went to bed, I, I, I started to watch it. And I heard my spirit guys saying, don't watch it now. This is, not, <laughs> this is not a good time to watch this. But I didn't listen. So I watched it. And sure enough, my dreams were, were just disturbing. <laughs> so, so, so pay attention to what you do um, uh, you know, hours before you go to bed, um, you know, it, it, it really makes a difference. Um, so uh, I guess the last thing I would say about dreams is to, uh, I think you, you brought this up a few times, Deborah, is to check in with yourself uh, when you've had a dream and you know it was really interesting check in with yourself, ask yourself, what was the, what was the most prevalent emotion that I had during the dream? Uh, and then you can move on from there. But there, um, uh, oh my goodness, our dreams are wonderful. They're there to, they're there to help us, to guide us, to um, uh, enlighten us. Oh, very good word, enlightenment. Yes, yes. So that is um, that's what I have. Well, I thank you so much, Valerie. So so much because um, you enlightened me, and you brought a lot of awareness to this topic of dreams. And so, what I want to offer others, and Valerie wants to offer others, is that if you would like help with your dreams you know, get this awareness, enlightenment, or have it dissected. Um, contact Valerie, because she's going to take appointments for people that want to talk about their dreams. And you can email her through goldenmiracles at cox.net and just put in the subject line, dreams. And Valerie will know that, that that's for her to reply, because she's the expert on this. I know you're experienced and and you, you, you kind of know how to dissect it where we might just know a little bit, but we don't know it all. So thank you for bringing all of your, um, 
everything that you know and your experiences and what you can teach others. And we only touched on a very little bit. There's so much more that Valerie oh, knows. Yeah. So, there's, um, yeah, there's yeah, a lot. Yeah. It's uh, 30, probably about 30 years of, of working with dreams. Yeah. So this, this is, she, she is the person I'm lucky that I have, I can just call her up and ask her, but you can too. So just um, schedule an appointment with her if you would like to talk about a dream. If someone comes up and you go, oh my gosh, I know who to contact now. And share this with others. Share this podcast with others because it may help them understand um, dreams as well. So at the end of every podcast, we like to um, just announce a few things. Um, and then we want to go into a short little meditation. I want to thank others that have been joining my meditations. Those are always posted on my website or um, the meditations on Facebook or even on Instagram. So you can follow me on all of those to see what Valerie and I are doing when the next podcast will come out. Um, you can follow the newsletter and this is all available through goldenmiracles.com. And the other thing that I have started that's new is a YouTube channel. And it's called the voice of healing. Um, these I decided to put out because it, it's testimonials of what people have received in healings. And through these healings gives little lessons and awarenesses for us to learn from. And so instead of writing them and posting them, I decided to speak them. And so you'll watch me live. And there's, I just posted one on this week about, a personal story about a boy that um, I healed when I didn't even know I was a healer. So it talks about the power of healing and how we all are healers and how we, we need to trust that intuition and not be afraid to pray for someone when in time of need. But yes, that's on. Um, if you want to go to YouTube, you could just Google Deborah Martin, the voice of healing and those will come up, but subscribe to my YouTube channel and subscribe to our newsletter we are so honored and blessed that you do turn in, tune into our podcast and that we are becoming a, a family. And I, um, Valerie and I are so grateful for this new family we have. So let's do a little meditation right now. And what I'd like to do is during these times right now, we we can feel unbalanced. We can, you know, we might feel balanced, but our body might be a little unbalanced. I mean, the energy in the world is unbalanced. There's a lot going on. So what I'm being guided to do is just to send some light, love through our body to balance it. So if you could uncross your legs and arms and put your palms up and just kind of sit up straight or lay straight so that the beam of light can go through the top of your head. So I want access to the top of your head. So if you have a pillow there, you know, move it. Um, sit up straight so that it, I can get the, the beam of light through the top of your head. So we'll begin by just closing our eyes. And we're going to honor ourselves right now by taking a few deep breaths in and let it out. And one more deep breath in. And let it out. We just become relaxed. You might feel tingling. You might feel warmth in your palms of your hands. That's just connecting. We're connecting the energy to your vibration. 
We all vibrate on our own vibration. So it's connecting this light, this love to you, for you. So now with your eyes closed, this beam of light is going to come down through the top of your head. And it's going to swirl through your body like a figure eight, touching everything within you. And what it's doing is it's activating your harmony. We vibrate on a harmony. I call it harmony. So we want to fine tune your harmony so that you're in balance. It's like going to a radio station, turning the dial, and you can't hear the radio, the music quite right until you turn it just right. Then it comes through clearly and beautifully. That's what we're going to do for you is just give you this balance. So just take it in right now. I can hear the energy. I can actually hear it buzzing going in as it's swirling around. Receive it. And in your mind, I want you to say quietly, I accept. I receive. I am balanced. I am peace. I am love. There you go. And you are peace, and you are balanced, and you are love. And I love you, and Valerie loves you. So with this, have a joyful, loving day. I yes. know that you just had a little fine tune-up, and we all need that once in a while. And you can go back and do those same things that we just did with our prayer and asking and saying those words when you do need that balance. So thank you. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you, Deborah, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Until we meet again. Blessings. Bye for now. Blessings. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.